here. Make You're listening to the Four Frequency Sake Network. What's a frequency can at the show? For frequency sake is brought to you by Durham Remodeling, serving the Quad City area's remodeling and repair needs since 1973. Clint's Draft House, grab a bite and a pint on 7th Street, Moline. Low Pies, New York style pizza served by the Slice or Pie, Davenport. Lifted Energy, energy drinks, coffee, donuts, and more. Hashtag get lifted. Atomic sports cards and collectibles, sports cards and memorabilia. Vintage clothing, hats, pennants, and more. A cut above, offering quality custom woodwork designed specifically around our customers. I'm going to get that championship back by shaking hands, being best friends with the champion. No, I slapped him right in the stupid face. I slid out of the ring, and I let him know my intentions from that point. Uh, he calls me down to the, to the ringside, and we're we're starting to chat. He's just seeing how I'm doing, all that. I'm just, and then at the very end, he's like, "Hey, you got a match?" I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" He's like, "Yeah, you're gonna have a match." I was like, "That's not normal. Like, why? Why?" And he's like, yeah, um, "We're gonna, we're, you'll be fine. You're, you're gonna do good. You're gonna wrestle Alistair Black. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great." I was like, "All right, cool, yeah." And now. Your hosts of the Card Subject to Change podcast. For frequency sake, tag team champions of the world, the Wizard CZ and Never Wrong Nick Bull. Welcome to a special edition of the Card Subject to Change podcast, the podcast by the fan for the fan. We are powered by Low Pies Pizza, built by Durham Remodeling, and colorful, colored by Ryan Allison Tattoo. We're so glad to have you here. We are just a day away from the big game, CZ. And what better way to put uh, pro wrestling's little twist on the big game, uh, the big game than reviewing an all-time classic from January 31st. We're hopping in the time machine here. January 31st, 1999. It's halftime heat. It's thir- it's 17 to 6. Broncos lead the Atlanta Falcons at halftime. And you can either watch Gloria as Stefan, Stevie Wonder, and Big Bad Voodoo Daddy as the halftime entertainment. Or you could flip the channel over to the USA Network and, em- and witness a very historic WWF championship match, an empty arena match between the people's champion, The Rock, versus Mankind. Uh, the empty arena match, very unique at this point. No one had really seen one up until this point in the WWF, and them debuting it on Super or on the Big Game Sunday at halftime of the Big Game. I, I'm going to get sick and tired of saying the Big Game here. Careful, uh, don't get us sanctioned. <laughs> we don't know. We don't have. A, we got a low budget anyway, so we can't afford that fine. <laughs> but, uh, the voice you're hearing is the Wizard CZ, my tag team partner, uh, co-champ of uh, the For Frequency Sake Network Tag Champs. So glad you could join me, CZ, as we talk about halftime heat of July, January 31st, 1999. Hey, I appreciate you kicking us off here, pun intended. Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a great uh, a great event or a great match. We're focusing on a match, not an event today to talk about. Uh, 
I want to, before we really get into the meat and potatoes of things, get in, give a little context. Uh, it's 1999. We're coming off of the Royal Rumble going into halftime heat. And I did a little extra credit, Nick. I don't know if you had the time to. I went back and I watched the uh, the I Quit match, the infamous I Quit match from the 1999 Royal Rumble between our two competitors today, Mick Foley and The Rock. Mankind, if you will. If you will. If you will. <laughs> uh, this was... Oh, I'm trying to think of the right word. This... Brutal. 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 The, the Royal For Rumble match time... brutal. For yeah. its time, it was it was great. People people ate it up. But watching it back today with uh, all of the the new knowledge on head trauma and watching Mick Foley take what was it 12? 11 12, or twelve eleven un, or twelve head unprotected shots. chair unprotected chair shots to the head. Ooh. <laughs> uh, there, are, Will, there are some things. There are some things, CZ. You wonder. As you go back and watch them, how did this age, how does this age in today's world? And this one doesn't age too well with what we know now about brain trauma in CTE. If you're not familiar with the 99 Rumble, Mankind is handcuffed with his hands behind his back. And The Rock tees off on him at least 11 times with the chair shots to the head. Uh, at the time, yeah, it was cool. Visually, it was great. But you look back on it now and you just kind of wince and, and, and feel horrible for Mankind, McFoley. And you have to wonder how much damage this match really did to him in the long run. Um, great match at the time, uh, but parts like that really don't age well as you move forward. You know, sidebar, Nick, I don't know if you saw online in recent news, but Mick Foley wants to lose 100 pounds and have a final match, a death match for his 60th birthday. Did you see that? I didn't see that, and that really scares me uh, because I know how far this guy's willing to go. He's going to lose that 100 pounds. He's going to have that death match, and goodness gracious, look out. We'll have to review it uh, when it does happen because the guy went off the top of the cage at King of the Ring 98. It's his last yeah. match. He's going to leave us with something special. I guess my main question would be, CZ, who would his opponent be? Uh, I was gotta, just thinking this. You got to find a good dance partner, right? And the dance partner makes all the, all the difference in the world. And most of the guys who uh, who put on legendary death matches with them or legendary hardcore matches with them are either no longer with us or they're retired. So it's going to be hard to find a dance partner. I also heard I Sabu can... was wanting to do a retirement match. So maybe Ooh. Sabu and Mick Foley have a big blow off. Uh, he's turning sixty as well, so I think he wants to do. Uh, uh, a series of matches or retirement matches. So there you go. We can uh, knock off two birds with no one stone. No pun intended there. Two hard <laughs> legends having their last match possibly, uh, maybe maybe together with uh, Mick Foley and Sabu. And I can, if, if we were naming someone other than Sabu, which is a great call out there uh, who wants to do something similar to Mick, if I, you and I are both on the same page as far as death match, not my cup of tea. I know it's not really yours. But I can think of only one name that would really do Mick Foley justice, and that's Nick Gage. Yeah, I I, I don't know if uh, <laughs> that's in the realm of Mick Foley's uh, repertoire going up with Nick Gage. Another name I thought up out there, he's in good shape, and he's got history with Mick Foley, is Al Snow. Al Snow yeah. looks pretty good and is in great shape, but it's hard to think of 
it's hard to think of possible dance partners for Mick Foley. Like we said, a lot of these guys are gone or, or retired. So stay tuned to card subject to change on that one. We will have further uh, word on if Mick Foley does actually have a retirement match after that weight loss and who his opponent would be. Yeah. I I'm, I'm scared to think of uh, Mick doing another death match, but at the same time, he's damn entertaining. So I'm sure it'll be, uh, it'll be worth the watch. But speaking of uh, speaking of one McFoley, let's let's get into it, Nick. We're uh, we're in an empty arena. <clears throat> We've got uh, the Rock coming off of the big title win, where McFoley swears up and down he did not say I quit. It was pre-recorded, uh, but the Rock won the title at the Royal Rumble because of the words "I quit" in McFoley's voice playing over the uh, the loudspeakers Loudspeaker, at the yep. Rumble. So whether you know the jury's still out, it's it's been uh, it's been over twenty years, but who knows? Did Mick say it? Didn't Mick say it? We got two sides of the story. We should have uh, asked him. We should have <laughs> asked him when we had him when we had him as our guest last year on the show. But completely slipped my mind to ask him. Did you really say I quit at the '99 Royal Rumble? Uh, I don't know if we would have got the straight answer from Foley or not. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Empty arena match. We've got Vince McMahon on commentary, a name that's been in the news for unfortunate reasons the past few weeks. Earl Hebner as the referee, the rock and the mankind for the WWF championship. And we're led to believe that mankind stole $100,000 of the rocks money to coerce him into this match. Do you remember that part of the story? CZ? I, I do. I actually have that right at the top of my notes is a hundred thousand dollars of the rocks money used to uh to f- f- according to vince force him into force the rock into this match <laughs> we also find out that stone cold chickened out on vince mcmahon and was supposed to join him for commentary and that this coming week on raw uh austin or uh, vince is going to texas to find austin himself so I, I highly doubt Stone Cold chickened out, but I love how Vince put that twist on it uh, <laughs> to keep it kayfabe and to get a good laugh out of commentary. So, so Nick, I don't know about you, but I've got I've got a, a handful, quite a few tidbit notes. I didn't, yeah, yeah. You know, you and I don't like going blow by blow, and I don't want to do that here. But you know, the Rock throughout this match, the one thing that is consistent in my notes <laughs> is his jaw jacking. He's cutting promos out the match. He's cutting promos the whole match. <laughs> the Rock says. The Rock says he is cutting promos the whole match. He is. He even grabs the headset from McMahon and starts cutting a promo while Mix in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, on that, while he's cutting his promos, while he's while he's smack talking, my favorite. There were there are two parts that are that really stood out to me. One is when they got to catering. Uh, first of all, poor Earl Hebner, the popcorn is all over the place. They're leaving the kitchen. He damn near falls on his ass because of the popcorn. And we uh, know, but then we know Earl Hebner can bump. We've seen him at Dreamwave shows, and this was Earl Hebner 25 years ago. <laughs> and I'm worried about him. <laughs> yeah. But the rock and the rock and mankind make their way into catering, and the rock picks up some of the popcorn, grabs a taste, and spits it out. It's too salty. Too much salt. There's too much <laughs> the salt. Rock says. <laughs> and I, just, I had just a couple, some of the lines. Oh, I had man. a couple lines uh, that I wrote down. Um, 
when they're fighting up the stairway in the arena. I'm going to try this in my Vince McMahon voice, okay? WWF is action adventure, soap opera. It's Roadrunner, elements of one life to live. It's like Hollywood and Broadway, all in and all points in between. There is nothing quite like the WWF, the number one ranked television show in all of cable television. <laughs> if that is not a carny yard barker trying to get people to tune in, and I did, <laughs> I did go back and watch. Did you watch the Super Bowl commercial? That the WWE had. I did not. Is it the one where everybody's on top of the building and there's a lot of fire and yes, helicopters yes. flying around? I yes. remember it distinctly. I can say Super Bowl commercial because we're referencing the commercial. The Super Bowl commercial aired right before they went to the empty arena. So I didn't see it the first time through. I rewound and went back and watched it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such cheese. But at the time, it worked. <laughs> it worked. It's got Stone Cold. Sable, Triple H, The Undertaker, Mankind, and of course, Vince McMahon at the end. So I had to go back and watch it. And I forgot, you know, that 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 line and that quote is so cheesy at the time that in all points in between. But at the time, they are selling. They are trying to sell themselves. They bought that Super Bowl ad, and now they're selling themselves at halftime of the big game on halftime heat. So I did forget about that. Uh, but Rock <laughs> kicking Mankind down the stairs. This might have been the first spot in the match that looked like it actually hurt. Uh, yeah. That roll that Foley does down the stairs, that's a stuntman's roll, and he he nailed it, and my God, did it look like it hurt. Can I point something out here? Absolutely. Did you notice, did you notice the merch table at the top of the steps in an empty arena? I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're getting ready. They're getting ready. <laughs> There's... There's nobody but but staff and personnel, cameramen, uh, obviously the Rock and Mankind, a few backstage people, and there's a merch table right at the top of the stairs. There are no fans to buy merchandise in this building, yet here we are selling, shilling the shilling the product. <laughs> I, I have another note from catering if I could share it. Mankind gets sauce in his eye and is screaming. The Rock comes over, takes his finger, and licks it to get a sample off of Mankind's shirt and goes, it's mild, you dummy. <laughs> I, I have that in my notes also. <laughs> that popped me. That popped me. I had to pause that, write it down, and laughed. <laughs> Mankind's throwing a fit, and it's mild. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> you know, they go back... What what really popped me, that one did for sure everything in catering did. But one thing that really popped me was when they go back to the office area. And yeah. The Rock is here stomping the stomping the crap out of mankind and takes time to answer the phone. Twice. 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 <laughs> the second time, no, no, McFollow, mankind can't come to the phone. He's a little tied up right now. He's and then it wraps the cord of the phone around Mick's neck. Uh, another fun point. When they leave catering, uh, Rock telling Hebner to know his role and to open the door <laughs> for the <laughs> Oh, man. I, I This generation, this this matches long before this this generation. But I would encourage you to go back and watch it. This is rock in peak rock form. This isn't the rock coming out 
with the shaved head and the beefed up arms and the movie star coming back to cut a promo here and there like we've seen on SmackDown last week. This is this is prime rock. This is what made The Rock what people loved him to be. Um, cutting promos during the matches. The Rock says this. The Rock says that. He doesn't miss a beat. And it's a truly a, it's, it's truly a great time capsule of what The Rock was in 1999, this match. If you want to go back and watch it, I, I encourage you. The Rock is bar none what steals the show here. Mankind getting mild sauce in his eye and getting all the food all over him, and the food fight is great, but The <laughs> Rock is excellent in this match. The Rock makes this match. And at the very end, The Rock's facial expression. So we we wrap the match up by going out into the parking area, the, the garage area, and there's a forklift. And foreshadowing, you see the forklift off to the side of the screen you as they're coming out the door. You see it you going see up. It lift up. <laughs> But then the the slow motion, uh, the slow motion of the forklift coming down on the rock and the look on the rock's face. But even before that, Mick Foley, mankind goes, get out, please. The, the guy <laughs> driving the forklift, get out, please. I wrote down that mankind is forklift certified. <laughs> he, he indeed is for this, at least for this match. And the rock just is. The forklift is coming down, and the rocks. No, no, no. <laughs> it may be the most ingenuitive way that someone became WWF champion is using a forklift with kegs of beer on it to uh, to pin their opponent. I love the ingenuity of the Rock, or excuse me, of Mick Foley in this. And yeah, the Rock's face. No, no. I, this is early Rock acting. A, this is early Rock acting. So give him, cut him really a break. Is. Here. <laughs> I kind of want to make a comparison. Do you remember? Do you remember the scene? I don't remember which Austin Powers movie it is, but you've got a steamroller moving yes. at like two yes. miles yes. an hour, yes. and the dude is just like, "No!" The Rock's face reminded that whole scene reminded me of this slow motion steamroller, and this dude just sitting there waiting for it to run him over. It's very Austin Powers esque. You're right. It is. You're right. If you've seen those movies, there is a spot in one of those movies where no. <laughs> but historically the mankind becomes the the new champion for the second time his second wwf title reign he had won the first one about a month prior between uh christmas and the royal rumble so the the title belt is back where it belongs it's back with mankind and halftime heat ends abruptly yeah I mean, the, you know, the it you kind of had to limit to how yeah yeah that's me trying to talk. <laughs> we're uh, I'm glad we're not live, but we're not editing. We're doing the doing this as if we're uh, we're coming to you live, like we like we do, because it just has a different feel. Well, that that, that match had a window to be in. It had to be. They had to kick it back over or be done with exactly. it by the time the halftime was over. And they did a good job. You knew, with it. You knew right where I was going. They did uh, a good had, job with it. time constraints. Uh, also on commentary, they did toss to Kevin Kelly and Shane McMahon in a packed arena for what was the Sunday night hate Sunday night heat tapings of for sure. So they played off that really well. So Kevin Kelly and Shane McMahon were able to be used as a cutaway at times. Uh, and then they go to the arena and everybody's going nuts for Mick Foley's uh, title win in the arena. Yeah. 
it was it was well put together very uh very fun you know this this it was fun that's that's the only word i can isn't that what wrestling isn't that what wrestling supposed to be about isn't that supposed it's, it's supposed exactly. to be fun exactly i mean you know we you you have a whole bunch of sh- silly shit i'm not going to lie this this whole match is full of silly shit but that's the point of this match that's what it was supposed to be and mankind in this era had you know the sympathy of the audience because uh if i if i'm remembering my history correctly this was after after the survivor series deadly games where the rock became the corporate champion siding with vince mcmahon mcmahon essentially turning on mcfoley after they had groomed after they had groomed mankind to become the corporate champion exactly yep so so this whole build up you know it's got a lot of history a lot of story behind it it's worth going back and you know reviewing if you're if you're interested this was of course during the attitude era one of one of the best eras in professional wrestling um the yep. era that I I hold the most dear in my heart, honestly. I can't speak for my partner here. <clears throat> well, if you want to watch this, go back. It's Sunday Night Heat, Season 2, Episode 5. Uh, if you want to go back and find that. Season 2, Episode 5 of Sunday Night Heat has the full episode of Halftime Heat. There are a couple other matches on there that weren't the empty arena matches. They were filler before uh, halftime of the big game uh, tossed to Halftime Heat. So, Season two, episode five, for your viewing pleasure. It's it's well worth it. Um, <clears throat> you know that's gonna that's gonna wrap things up for this special edition, the uh, the big game edition, if you will, of uh, card subject to change. I want to give a shout out to our tribal chief DJ Jarvis, uh, requesting that we put this together because they're doing a lot of. Uh, a lot of things for the big game coming up on, uh, or they have been for the, the past week, uh, which is tomorrow. Uh, <clears throat> we are going to be on early tomorrow if you're watching this live. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> the reason for that, we want to accommodate our fans who are also football fans so that they can watch the <clears throat> the Chiefs and the 49ers battle each other for the, the championship of the NFL. Uh, we will be with Chuck Brewster of SCW Pro tomorrow. Uh, stay, stay tuned for the time. I believe we're aiming for 3 p.m. That may be set by the time this airs. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned but- to social. Stay tuned to socials. We'll have the updated time for you. We wanted to get on. Get it. We wanted to kick off early mm-hmm. our show so we could get to the big game and everybody be able to watch it and not have to worry about uh, you know pledging your allegiance to us and skipping off the big game and coming on at 6.30 like we're usually on. So we will be on early tomorrow uh, so we can get it in before the big game so everybody can watch the big game. Yeah. And, Nick, I don't know how you feel, but I feel this episode was a touchdown. Uh, we uh, we got the two-point conversion, so we uh, we win the big game as far as uh, card subject exchange goes. Bada bing, bada boom, we win. We got in, got out, and we talked about something fun, and we talked about wrestling, and – Hey, it was football related. How about that? Exactly. Uh, this has been Card Subject to Change. We are powered by Lopez Pizza, built by Durham Remodeling, colored by Ryan Allison Tattoos. Stay tuned to our socials, Card Subject to Change podcast on Facebook, 
at CST CSTC Podcast, YouTube, Instagram, X, wherever you find us. We've got some big news coming up in the future. I'm not going to spoil anything yet, but uh, keep a lookout on socials, and thank you for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow with Chuck Brewster. Take care.